Yeah, of course we're doing a word. What is this? CJ, your word is dice. Dice, okay. All right, here we go. Three, two, one. I I was watching um, the Roku channel put out a special holiday episode of the American, the great, great American baking show, but it was with Wait, celebrities. What? And uh, Marshawn Lynch was teaching people how to play dice while the competition what? was happening because he finished. What the early. hell is this show? Uh, hold, hold, we need to circle back to that. Hey, welcome to the Over Talking Podcast with your hosts Ken and CJ. Say hi, CJ. Hi, CJ. This is the show where we talk over TV shows and movies, typically chosen by our guests, but this week it's just the boys, and we're talking about Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. Okay, so wait, there's an American Great Brief Bake... No, just yeah. Great American Baking Show, and it has Marshawn Lynch on it? So they they've made an American version, but it's on the Roku channel. It still has uh, Paul Hollywood and Prue, but the hosts are oh. Ellie Kemper and Zach Cherry, who I okay. enjoy very much. Zach Cherry's on Severance. He, he played a small part in Spider-Man Homecoming, where he goes, Hey, Spider-Man, do a flip! Or something like that. He has one line in the whole movie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but so, to like, I, I can't remember if it was after the normal season came out or to promote it or something. They did a special holiday episode, but with celebrities. So it was just one episode, uh, okay. two two or three things, so all condensed onto one episode. And Marshawn Lynch was one of the contestants. And he, for his showstopper, he made this, like, lemon cake thing, and he was done with, like, an hour left. And so he was just, like, <laughs> killing time. Uh, and his, his cake was, he had little dice on it, and then he had a pair of dice with him, and he started to teach people how to play dice, like how you would bet and roll and oh, okay. stuff yeah so he's like a gambler is that the what he's getting at or yeah okay Interesting. the cake was for from is like something his grandfather used to make marshall lynch is very funny he's a very entertaining individual was he on um murderville yeah murderville right yeah, yes okay. he was cool. he was very good on it it's just on all the shows well i mean it's not that weird that i guess celebrities are on the the holiday episode because they're they have celebrities on the Great British Baking Show holiday episodes as well. Yeah, exactly. So, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. I might check that out. Although, uh, the Roku channel, really? Yep. Come on. It can't be that good. It's on the Roku channel. What I don't know. This? Roku Come is on. coming out with some pretty good content. They're the ones that put no. out the Weird Al Yankovic movie, and that ruled. Boo. Don't care. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> okay, fine. On a downer note, well, we'll pivot to this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Something that isn't fun is that the writer strike, as of this record, is still ongoing. Uh, and I just wanted to point people that if you heard me talk about it last week and you're like, what the hell is he just talking about? You can go to WGAContract2023.org to find out more information. Or if you're like, hey, CJ, I'm not going to read. I'm not a reader. I just need somebody to like, you know, talk to me and tell me the information. Well, if you're one of That's those me. people that can, <laughs> then can you yep. can check out this uh, podcast. It's uh, called TV, I Say. It's normally about TV, but on the episode that was released on May 10th with guests Nicole Thurman and Nick Weiger, it is all about the writer strike. So the guests oh, are two okay. writers, and they just kind of talk about how, how we got to this place, what they're fighting for. Why this is not just good for writers, but basically for the working class in general. Um, talking about their support, who they're seeing on the picket lines, 
it was very entertaining and interesting to hear from actual writers to talk about it. Interesting. Do you know, is has there been any movement at all or just the execs like, just nope, fuck no. As like, far as it. I know, nope. Yeah. I, oh I don't God. think. God. Yeah. Jesus Christ. How long is it? It's been over a week, right? Yeah. I think at least. How long did the one in, what was it, 2011? 20, Last four? Uh, 20, 2007? 2007. That went for like okay. over 100 days. They talk about that on the podcast Jeez. episode. Yeah. Where they mentioned that it got to a point where CBS was just playing episodes of Dexter, but like cutting it down to be a half hour show and it just didn't make any sense. What? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm kind of curious about that. But look, people, if you're an exec at a big network or movie studio, just pay the people. Yeah. Look, eventually, I mean, we, we're we going to have to watch all the scabs who are writing for the Roku channel <laughs> if you don't start paying these people. And I don't want to watch the Roku channel. All right? I just want to confirm that I like Roku's content. I do not stand with Ken. <laughs> I'm not oh. anti-Roku. I'm sure there's something on Roku that I like that I'm just not aware of, but I've never. Yeah, the I've Weird never, Al movie. No, it's definitely not that. <laughs> Although I still am curious to watch that just to see uh, it's really Daniel good. Radcliffe's performance. But he kills it. Uh, I also don't know or care about Weird Al, so maybe not. Anyway. It's really funny. Okay. But before we get into the, the the movie, which is very good, so we can say that I really okay. enjoyed myself. Yes, uh, I want to talk about another thing we mentioned last week. We went into the conversation about consuming content at various speeds. Oh yeah, okay. And I I just I feel like I need to clear it up that I did not just go from listening to it at normal speed and then jumping <laughs> to one and a half speed. Yeah. It is it is a tolerance that you sort of work on and slowly build up. Ken, I know you mentioned that like when you first turned it to a higher speed, it was a little like, oh, whoa, this is weird. I had the same reaction. Right. And, and then you just got to gotta do it at like 1.1 for a couple of weeks, crank mm-hmm. it up to 1.2, do that for like a couple of weeks, maybe a month. And then it's just a, a slow, gradual progression yeah. until you're listening to podcasts at like 1.6 times the speed. <laughs> That is okay. That's that's crazy, but I I mean I definitely can understand the the kind of building it up thing because I I was yeah. listening at one point I'm still at one point one five uh, for my audiobook. Okay, but I was listening to it the other day and I'm like I had to remember that I had set it to that because I was like there you go this is I I don't even think about it I'm just like this is normal I thought this yes. is just how they're reading it it's still very slight right like one point one five is not that bad but I'm gonna crank it up to one point two which yeah. at the time. When I first started, I was like, oh, this is awful. I, can't, I couldn't possibly fathom 1.2, but I'm about to get there, and I, I'm sure I won't even think about it at that point. So, That's right. It's going to save me hours. I'm excited. One hours. One of us. One of us. <laughs> God. Yeah, exactly. Save, you save hours. Life's too short, right? I got to consume all the content. That's right. got to speed things up. If only, I could, if only I could turn my brain up that quickly for like reading text. That yes. could really save yeah. time, but I don't yeah, know. I would like that. that. Other than, well, there's that one font. Do you know that one font? It's I forget what it's called. It's like called like Bionic or Wingdings? something. But it no, it it highlights like the second letter of certain words or the certain parts of certain words. It not highlights bolds certain letters, and it like allows your brain 
to read like the first part of the word enough for it to understand it and move on quickly to the next word. I don't know. Huh. It helps your brain read faster is all. I, I think it's called bionic or something like that. I'll look it up uh, for next time. But yeah, there's a, there's a certain Weird. font that certain apps use certain like bolded word letters and words to make it quicker to read. And I've, I've found it works great. I have it on my, um, I uh, subscribe to a bunch of RSS feeds for like horror news and tech news and stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, I have my font set to that so that I can like just quickly read through it and, blazing fast it's so good that's the equivalent for me of of uh gotcha 1.2 i've never heard of this yeah that's fascinating oh yeah it's great yeah only certain apps will will have that feature but it's uh it's pretty cool do you ever skip panels when you're reading comic books i mean i don't read comic books as much anymore but um yeah oh yeah when i used to read comic books it's yeah i would like i would i would go as quick as i could because you know I'm trying to get through a bunch of comics and yeah, I would just be skimming. I would like look at a panel. There's no text moving on. I, I, I didn't appreciate the, the art as I thought as much as I thought I would when I initially started reading comics, I would just start breezing through it and not looking and appreciating it like I used to, which I think kind of turned me off to it eventually. Oh. What about you? Depending on like the scenario, I yeah, I find myself it, maybe not skipping entire pages, but like certain panels. If it's like uh, a fight with a villain or something like that, and there mm. a lot of the times too, where it's it's you're reading like a single issue, but maybe this is this is the, either the conclusion of a multi-issue conflict or something like that. A lot of the times, the first couple pages are kind of to catch you up of what happened in last issue and i'm like yeah well no i read last issue i'm i am caught up so i don't need to read any of this it's like just oh man pages. And, yeah God damn it. and doc ock was really getting on my nerves as you remember from last time where we ended and now this is gonna happen it's like yeah i get it and yeah little fight scenes that you're just like uh they're this is not adding anything to the story they're just kind of like talking at each other and then they're gonna fight no, I get that. I actually did appreciate. Now I'm thinking about it, I did appreciate the the kind of recaps when because I used to get single issues back in the day, which got expensive and yeah. wasteful. So wasteful. I would read it once. It would sit in my nightstand. I had stacks of single issue comics that I couldn't resell. Mm-hmm. It's garbage. Anyway, um, but it would be like I think it was what what biweekly. Is that how often or was it monthly? I can't I think remember. How monthly often. for most. Oh, that's, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember what happened a month ago. Yeah, for a single issue comic that I breezed through at one night, like so that's, I appreciated it. But yeah, yeah. I, I get it for if you're reading like a compendium or whatever. Yeah, it's stupid, it's extra wasted pages. Yeah, I've started to let a little backlog kind of build up so that I don't have to wait like an entire month for the next few to come out. Mm, I'll just okay. kind of like pivot to a different series, read that a few issues of that, and then like come back around. That's smart. Yeah. Especially Ken, I'm, I know I'm. I keep trying to sell you to get on on the Marvel Unlimited app. It's 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 a game changer. I want to. I don't have time, but I want to. <laughs> I, I will eventually. I mean, there's a bunch I got to catch up on. There's a bunch of uh, Venom stuff you said that. Uh, yeah, it's getting pretty good. The current. Yeah, Venom. I was caught up on Venom awesome. for a long time. So I just got to jump back in at some point. Man, yeah. If you get into X Men, there's like. 10 concurrent mm. X-Men series that all are happening at the same time. But there's like, so every month you get like 10 single issues where they have like different names, but it's all in the X-Men universe. 
and it's oh, all wow. happening at the same time. It's really, really good. That's cool. I like that. Yeah. Huh. And speaking of really, really good. And really, really nerdy. <laughs> we're going to talk about Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves, coming up on the Overtalking Podcast. Here's the thing. We're a team of thieves. Truth be told, we help the wrong person steal the wrong thing. But we're going to fix it. Give us a fighting chance. We're gonna need strength. You got this, right? I know you don't. We also need courage, magic, and you. We are talking podcast, just the boys this week, and we're talking about Dungeons and Dragons: Honor Among Thieves, the new hit movie. No longer in theaters, but it's on demand, or it might be still in theaters. I don't know. Whatever you can find it. Yeah, watch it. I don't know how things work these days. It feels like they're in theaters for a week or two and then simultaneously on demand. Right. Still in theaters. They'll go on demand simultaneously for several weeks. And you can probably still find it in theaters even after that. But then it'll be on a streaming service where you can watch it for free. I don't know. It's it's wild. Yeah. And they won't pay their writers. Yep. People who are behind these streaming services. It's it's crazy. What are they doing? Exactly. (laughs) Well, Ken. I'm going to put 30 oh. seconds on the clock for you to describe this movie for somebody Jesus who has never Christ. seen it. Ready, go. Okay. I watched this five days ago, so I don't remember everything, but uh, Captain Kirk and Letty are, <laughs> um, are are in the D&D world, and they are uh, trying to convince uh, Captain Kirk's daughter that he is a good guy, even though he kind of That's left like to go get, get something to resurrect his dead wife. And so they're they're trying to Five, convince four, his daughter that he's three, still good by two, Oh one. my god, I left so much out. <laughs> Hugh Grant's in it. <laughs> There's a bunch of people in it. Yeah, a bunch of people. You got Justice Smith from Detective Pikachu. <laughs> yes, okay. Thank you. I couldn't place him. I was like, I know him. It's Detective Pikachu. Yes, I had to absolutely I, as soon as he came on screen, I was like, I know that person. I have to look it up. <laughs> And it was like, ah, yep, Detective Pikachu. Yes, Detective Pikachu. Um, you've got uh, Reggae Jean Page, a.k.a. Bridgerton. Bridgerton? He's from, He's in Bridgerton? He oh, is Bridgerton. He is Bridgerton. He's okay. the titular Bridgerton. Bridgerton. Okay. I, I actually got... don't know. I don't watch that show, but he's from that show, yeah. Okay. I think his we name, got... I, don't, I don't think his name is Bridgerton, but. <laughs> okay, all right. I, I wouldn't know either way. Uh, we got Sophia Lillis as Doric and Kira, who is the daughter, played by Chloe Coleman. And uh, we got Hugh Grant, who is the bad guy, effectively, or one of the bad guys. Yeah, we think he's a friend. Turns out to be a bad guy. Not a spoiler. You find out pretty quick. Although, <laughs> I guess we should say we're definitely going to spoil the movie. So Go watch uh, it. Go watch it. We haven't really spoiled anything yet. So now's a good time to pause it. Go watch it. It's on demand or maybe by this time it's streaming. Who knows? So yeah, it's. I mean, they're not playing D anD D. To be clear, they are characters one might play if one were playing D anD D. And uh, yeah, they're all different classes. I. Ass- I mean, they never explicitly say, except for I think Simon that he is a sorcerer. Which actually, Simon is the exact same thing I am in my current D anD D campaign. He is a uh, wild magic sorcerer. Uh, which is which was pretty cool. He was using some of the same spells that I use. It was, uh, it was so cool. Reverse gravity. That one's fun. I haven't. I, that's a new spell I have. I haven't used it quite yet. But oh, that's anyway. awesome. That that's real. That was a very yeah. I really like that scene. Yeah, yeah. 
there's some there's some fun stuff, man. CJ, you were a uh, we, I mean, we played D D together. That's uh, right. You were the dungeon time. master. Correct. Who are you? I was pancakes. <laughs> I was Asimar, wizard of the realm of first meal. Wow. Do you want me to keep going? I have a whole intro I could do. You you can. This is the time. I mean, so it's basically, if anybody out there has listened to Hello from the Magic Tavern, I just copied Usador's intro. <laughs> we'll ah, say parody. Okay. I parodied it for my own sake. Uh, master of flower and fire, manipulator of eggy delights, devourer of chocolate chips, champion of the great forest of maple. The kids know me as round fluffies. The warriors know me as bogey wheels. And I am also known in the Southwest as griddle McKickface. Love it. Our D&D campaign also had uh, everyone that you might know from this podcast. Uh, Meg was in it. She was Nora Diamondstone, a half-elf rogue. That's a great name. Yeah, very very good. Uh, and the rest of them are jokes. Uh, <laughs> Riley's name was Professor Jar Jar Frink. <laughs> That's right. Uh, I forgot tief- about that. A tiefling druid. Uh, uh, and then we, of course, have Cam, who in classic... Chaos cam form was Sergeant Big Dick, the dwarf barbarian. Uh, yeah, it was that was that was very funny, but yeah. also chaotic. <laughs> yeah, who was like on our, our team, but felt like he wasn't a lot of the time. It's the same as when we would play the new Super Mario Bros. video game, where he That's would right. try to grab everyone and throw them off a cliff, even though we were on the same team. <laughs> Yeah, even though it's keeps you on your toes. So good, I love it. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. In my current campaign, I am Belfier the Great, a wild magic sorcerer. Now, Ken, I gotta ask: Is that a name that you gave yourself, or was it given it to you? Look, we don't need to get into it. (laughs) Is what Belfier? No, no, no. I'm great. Trust me. Uh, Everyone calls me that. Yes, absolutely. And then he would also uh, sign an 8x10 uh, photo for you. So <laughs> Without anybody asking, just here. Correct. Like, I didn't or want this. for it. <laughs> That'll be five bucks. Yeah. Or sorry, five gold coins. Yes. Someone else we, uh, we all know and love from the podcast is Danny. And he uh, is, I think he actually on the last episode, he may have mentioned it. He is, his character's name is Aaron Kakaw. <laughs> Kaka, uh, and uh, his his little secret is that uh, he's a reincarnated bird or, or something like that. I don't remember yeah. the exact uh, backstory. Yeah, real hidden funny. secret with the last name Kaka. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and actually, Ken, I see the voicemail yeah. lights on. Oh snap! All right, let's let's give it a listen. Hey, CJ Ken, this is Danny. Uh, listen, I'm super oh. sorry I couldn't be there for the Dungeons and Dragons episode. Sounds awesome. I'm here in Las Vegas. Uh, hopefully you can hear all of the slot machines and whatnot around me. Not just making it up. I am here. Anyways, here, quick synopsis. Uh, I love that movie. Uh, I was going to, no matter what. Uh, I thought it was fantastic. I thought it was the perfect mix of that, like, Guardians of the Galaxy-type snark. And uh, Chris Pine is, I don't know, the main character of my heart from here on out. Anyways... Uh, listen, uh, I, I'm sorry to do this to you, but do you guys can you guys wire me some money? Um, uh oh, I've I've got myself in a little bit of hot water here, and uh, uh, listen, I, you know where I work, you know where I'm good for it. We probably just you know shunts my pay to you guys just 
You wired me about $10,000 today. That would whoa, really whoa. help me. All right. A day? Uh, I love my knees. I don't want them to be any more broken than they are. Uh, otherwise, dude, hope you guys have a great day and uh, send me money. Again, can't be clear enough about it. And uh, look forward to hearing your episode. All right. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Danny, no. Oh, my God. Danny. We need to have a talk when you get back, mister. We do. Yeah. I know Danny plays basketball, too, so I think he really does need his knees. I think he needs his knees. <laughs> got to pivot and, yeah. and, and juke people, you know? That's Those are terms, right? You watch basketball. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, they're constantly saying pivot all the time. Pivot? They're rossing it up out there all the time. They know. You don't get that. All right. Uh, nope. So I, I actually knew that Danny was going to was gonna call in. He actually texted me uh, right afterwards and said uh, that his fiance won $200 at a slot machine at the very end of him recording that. So nice. that was, uh, he might be a little better off, although that's not quite all the way to $10,000. Yeah. But uh, maybe, maybe getting there, pay back D- those debts. Yeah. Danny, we live in the 21st century. There's plenty of – there's only fans, start a Patreon. Like you, you, yeah, you're a smart guy. You'll picks, figure it out. You know, yeah. You don't need our help. So many body parts you can take pictures of, Danny, is, is what we're getting at. <laughs> Wiki feet, butt paid, yes. whatever that is. Only feet. Wiki feet? Ooh, is Wiki feet real? I don't want to Google it. It, it, is, right. it absolutely is real, Ken. I would not. <laughs> <laughs> can you like search first like celebrities' feet? Ken, is that what it is? That's the entire premise of the website, okay. yes. <laughs> just, just piecing it together in my, in my head here. Okay. That is absolutely huh. a real thing. Yeah. Okay. Not only can you find <laughs> pictures of their feet, people rate them. So when you go on there, you have a rating. <laughs> of course they do. Wow. Is there a comment section too? Probably. Um, yikes. Yeah. Well, speaking of feet, I don't know. I don't have a transition. Um, Dungeons and Dragons. So they reference a lot of things in the uh, Dungeons and Dragons world. Uh, that I recognized only from r- running the old campaign that we used to do because I would take... I mean, when you run a D&D campaign, you can do anything, right? Like, you don't necessarily need to follow any source material that the official Dungeons & Dragons puts out the company, uh, but that is what I follow because I am not creative. Uh, so <laughs> I recognize Neverwinter. That's a classic location. A lot of the spells and, and things that they would do are, are legitimate things you can you can do in the game. My current campaign I'm playing, though, is not actually set at any of those things, so I probably don't actually didn't pick up on a lot of the references. I don't know if you happen to know any of them, although you actually didn't read any of the source material when you were playing, so... Yeah, nope. No, no way. All right. I assumed the, like, map it shows was probably real, and I just... All of those references went over my head. Yeah, it was mainly the locations I rec- Like, the Sword Coast was one thing... I'm trying to think of anything else. Man, Danny, I wish you were here. You would know all of this. You've been playing D&D for much longer than I have. So, Letty was pretty cool. I liked I liked her in this movie. That is Oh, that uh, is something I wanted to ask. Yeah, out of out of our band of characters, who who would you choose to be? Which character? I mean, you know I'm going to be Simon, the right? sorcerer. Yeah. Yeah. He's just my dude. Yeah. Um, I, I think the person I would least likely be is Elgin, who is Chris Pine's character. Yeah, because he's just, he's just he a guy. Yeah. <laughs> One of the characters flat out asks him, what do you bring to this? And he's like, oh, I'm the plan guy. <laughs> and they're like, oh, that's not really anything. No. 
His, his plans don't always work. Although, actually, all of his plans did work in the end. But anyway, yeah, who would you be? Yeah, probably Simon. So being a wizard right. and a sorcerer is very fun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Maybe the shapeshifter, the druid, I believe. That one's cool, yeah. for sure. CJ, do you watch... There's another D&D animated show on Amazon Prime, the name of which is Vox Machina. Got there. Cool. I have um, heard of that. Yeah. I've heard good things about that. Is that worth yeah. watching? Oh, it's it's really, really good. I would I would definitely recommend it. It's uh it's basically do you know what critical role is? Yeah. Okay. So the first season of Critical Role, yeah, they created the story. And this is basically the uh animated adaptation of that but with the same people voicing their characters because everyone on critical role is a voice actor because it's not a real D campaign but i won't get into it the story is very good uh and the show is uh addicting so i would highly recommend it i think i want to say i even started to watch one of the episodes but like it felt like it was in like typical, not that this is a Disney show, but Disney fashion where like right off the bat, like it's a horrible death of like a loved one starts the story off as like, oh, this is intense. Hmm. Maybe. I don't quite remember how it started. Um, it, I mean, it, it's really good. I would definitely recommend it. Oh, wait. No, I'm thinking of a, oh man, it's a, it's a Netflix show. Are you thinking of the Dragon Prince? No. And I have no idea how to search for this. <laughs> oh, Arcane. That was it. Arcane. League of Legends. Arcane. It's the League of Legends show. Oh, uh, okay. That I video game seen that. in a show. Okay. That's the one that was very intense in the first episode. That makes sense. Isn't that the video game like very lore heavy? And that would, that would make sense for it to okay. be intense. That's okay. Then I definitely will give Vox Machina a show or a shot. Yeah. There's two seasons out now. What to say about. Dungeons and Dragons. People should watch it. It's really good. People should watch it. It's good. It's it, okay. Here, I'll. This is. I'm usually on the lookout for just like just a fun movie, some comedy, not a hard comedy, because a lot of them don't do it right, or like mm-hmm. they try and it's bad or or whatever. But this is this was like the perfect amount of comedy. They weren't trying too hard. There was nice quips. I like Danny's comparison of like, it feels Gardens of the Galaxy-ish in that sense. Right. That's a right. really good comparison. But, and, and then it is a, it's a very fun story. It's not the typical formula of like, they're waiting the entire movie to fight a big boss at the end. There is like a villain, but it's like multiple phases and stages of them like finding new quests to go on that will help them sort of go against this big villain cult thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the band of characters is great. They all have great chemistry. It's like a good mix of personalities. I just, yeah, I, I remember finishing it and just be like, holy shit, like that's exactly the type of movie I'm on the look for. That was, it was just fun and funny and it was great. Definitely. Yeah. It's the perfect action adventure comedy. Yeah. And you know what? I, especially for what it is, right? It's a Dungeons and Dragons movie, like adapting the nerdiest role-playing game i mean sure it's not the nerdiest but adapting a role-playing game into a movie is i'm sure no small feat so yeah being able to do it with a great story and still including a lot of the lore and settings and types of characters one might find in a dungeons and dragons game 
uh, in a way that isn't, in my opinion, heavy-handed or feel like you need to know anything about it to appreciate it is is, is amazing. So, yeah, uh, I give it huge props for, for doing great. And I hope they make a sequel. Like, I, I don't yeah. see why they couldn't. That'd be amazing. Yeah. So just thinking that like Dungeons and Dragons has been around for what, like since, since at least the seventies or something like that. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're taking this IP that like so many people feel so passionate about, like there's right. so many people that have loved it for decades. That is hard to pull off. That's usually you run into the fan bases of like a star Wars franchise where all these people get mad that it isn't like, doesn't live up to their expectations or whatever all this like mm-hmm. toxic fanboy energy but they pulled it off it was really good yeah yeah it's incredible so i just want to talk about my favorite line from this movie really Please. quick they it happens a couple of times and this this i guess also isn't really a spoiler we, this has been a pretty spoiler free episode actually we haven't part. really delved much into the plot and i don't feel like we need to but, no people should just watch um, it yeah early on Captain Kirk and Letty are in prison and they're trying to get out and they have a harebrained attempt to grab an Aarakocra, which is a bird person, and jump through a window and make him fly them down to safety out of this tower. Could be a relative um, of Danny's character. It could be, although he is he's not actually a bird, to be fair, in the game. He's just the he feels like he's a bird because in a past life he may have been a bird. Anyway, I don't know. It's, it's this whole thing. Uh, it's very funny when he does it. But this Eric Cocker's name is my favorite name ever. It's Jarnathan. Jarnathan. So good. Not they, Jonathan. They, Jarnathan. No, Jarnathan. And uh, one of the other, like, I don't know, parole board members call, screams out his name when they grab him. And it happens later on and again in the movie, too. But uh, Jarnathan. So good. Oh, Perfect callback. I can't not not laugh every time I think about it. Yeah. I might rewatch this in a few months just to have another. This was fun. I could see myself rewatching it too. Yeah. yeah. All right. You want to do just uh, the most basic trivia yeah. that we've ever done? Okay. We don't need to play it. It's okay. It's it's really quick. All right. What is the uh, Rotten Tomatoes tomato meter score? Do you know this already? No, I don't. Dungeons and Dragons. What do you think it is? I, I've been hearing great things. I know when I was sort of pitching it to Emily to say, hey, do you have any interest in watching this? I know the IMDb score is pretty high. So I think Rotten Tomatoes is probably probably at least in the 80s, maybe even like high 80s, 89. You've been pretty close and you're under, so you probably would get the point if this was real. Uh, wow. It is 91% Dang. on Rotten Tomatoes. Very good. Certified fresh. Um, but then, what do you think the IMDb rating is based on that? IMDb, those those tough people over at IMDb.com, they never enjoy things. It's always a point down. <laughs> so I'm thinking it's still in the sevens, which is typical of even great movies. Maybe like a seven, seven point six. Dude, yeah, your 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 whole logic, everything is spot on. Seven point four. Wow. Yeah. yeah, it's it's wild. This is a very good movie. Obviously, the critics think so in Rotten Tomatoes, but. Yeah, whatever the the stingy old people on IMDb and Riley. throw it a bone, I don't, and Riley. <laughs> Hopefully, he's he's pumping it up a little bit. But yeah, yeah. I don't know. Come on, Lady's in it. 
<laughs> what more do you want? What's not to like? Yeah. And just like, spoiler, for both Fast and the Furious and this movie, but just like Fast and the Furious, Letty dies and comes back to life somehow. So, you know, got parallels there too. It's great. That's great. I guess while we're on the topic, we can tease what next week's episode is going to be, right? Oh, yeah. That's actually a good segue. Which, okay, so as everybody knows, Mm -hmm. the 10th Fast and Furious movie comes out soon. Going along with that, Vice put out this show called Icons Unearthed colon Fast and Furious. Cast, crew, and experts will reveal never-before-heard stories about the most iconic film and television series. So next week, in preparation for the new movie coming out, we are having returning guest Steve back on to discuss this Vice show, and then, eventually, we will watch the new movie. All right. Yeah, we got to Look, we've, we've already discussed almost everything about the Fast and Furious franchise. We got to do this. We got to do the animated children's TV show. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Can't wait. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if in part of this Vice show, they have clips from our show discussing all the go- the hot gossip behind the scenes. I don't see how they, they could get away with not including it. I know. Um, and I, I would not be surprised if not just clips from our show, but that Steve is, uh, he must be on it. He's a talking head on the show? Well, of course. I don't, uh, who else would they get? I don't know. So they got to they gotta come to the, the experts. Come we'll correct. Look. Yeah, we'll we'll ask Steve about it when he's on the podcast. Um, we'll get the deep dive into the behind the scenes stuff that I'm, we've already been teasing throughout the episodes already. We've yeah. already talked about some of the drama. So. I'll be shocked if we learn anything new. We're such experts on it anyway. I don't see how we could, but we'll still watch it. We'll see. Yeah, no, I I am legitimately <laughs> excited to watch it. I I uh, yeah, I can't wait. Well, Ken, I think it's time for our ratings. We've already been it teasing is. them. Yes. I'll be more than happy to start. I, I'm, okay. I was constantly debating, like, this is at least getting an eight. Easy. Mm-hmm. Had so much fun. And I think even talking about it more, uh, and I was hearing other people talk about the movie, like, it's so fun. I I don't know that it's, like, a perfect movie. I'm probably not going to eventually watch this, like, 10 million times, like some mm-hmm. of my favorites or whatever. But it's it's a lot of fun. It's exactly what I want and just, like, a good-hearted, fun, funny movie. So I think I got to give this a nine. Wow. I really had fun. Nice. How about you? Dang. All right. For me, yeah. I mean, it's definitely a, a good movie all around. I, I kind of wish I had seen it in theaters, honestly, because it was. Yeah. It probably would have had even more of an impact. I don't know if it's a nine for me. I'm going to, but it's definitely at least an eight. I'm going to go 8.5 for me, I think. Okay. It's, it's still very solid, good, funny, adventure action all the good stuff uh and it's got jarnathan in it jarnathan jarnathan so good that's great i hope they make a sequel i would watch it totally yeah they got to keep it going keep the campaign going that's right they got to level up they do they got to level up there's i mean this like you said before, the D&D's been around for decades. There's so much they could do with it. Yeah. Just keep it going. It, it's, it's, it's great. The one, thing, the one thing I think that was a missed opportunity, unless I missed it, but I think it would have been funny if they had somehow nodded to a character rolling like a uh, nat one or something or like oh. rolling bad. 
Yeah. So like they they were trying to pick a lock and they just couldn't do it because they rolled bad <laughs> or something. I don't know. That would have been that would have been funny. Maybe yeah. for the sequel. Yeah, I like that. Maybe a little too inside baseball. Maybe that's why they didn't they didn't go there. Yeah. Spoiler alert: Vox Machina goes there. They literally do whatever they did during their D and D campaign. So it's. It's the good and the bad of the rolls. You can kind of tell if it goes very well, if they rolled well, or if it doesn't, they didn't roll well. It's it's kind of funny that way. Nice. I'm excited to watch this. All right. Well, we should have asked Danny for his rating, his number. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's a ten for him. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 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 Danny, you can call back in and correct us if we're, if we're wrong, please. So. Yes. Yeah. Well, CJ, what do we got to plug for the people? You can follow us on all the things at Overtalking Pod. Email us like actor Wayne Knight did at overtalkingpod at gmail.com. Call your Texas mm-hmm. at USACAT1591. Call in. Leave us a voicemail like Danny did. We played on the show. It's very easy to get a hold of us. It's it's super easy. Our inbox has plenty of space for your, your phone calls, so please send them in. It helps us remind Google that our, we still want our voice number. Right. <laughs> Do yeah, not delete it, it. It saves us from that extra step we have to take every two months or whatever to not delete it. So also uh, they're here. Oh, it's the over talking overlords. They've arrived. Uh, They are jiggling something in their bony skeletal finger. Oh, it's, it's it's a D 20. Okay. They're, they're rolling it. Okay. Okay. Ooh, that's a nat one. They're just looking at me and shaking their heads slowly. Okay. 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 Uh, they're here, of course, to remind me to remind you, if you like the show, please go on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and rate and review. Reviews would help people find this podcast or call in to our phone number. Uh, also, we spend no money in advertising, so if you like the show, please tell a friend and spread the word. We would really appreciate it. Thank you. Okay, Thank you. Again. Okay, 17, that's pretty good. That's good. They're giving, me a, they're giving me a thumbs up, and they're walking away now. Okay, all right. I take that. I feel like yeah. I, we, we need to do another... Skull Wizards episode purely so I can redeem myself. I, I feel like I kept rolling terribly in that game. You were doing pretty pretty bad. Yeah. But that that's part of the fun. I don't know. It is, but I would have had like to make some progress, not just fail every single time. It was perfect. You fell into a pit and then you just couldn't get back out. And yeah. That was very funny. I don't know. Yeah. First attempt. Oh, you're in the pit. <laughs> you lose one of your attacks. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. Oh shit. The one thing I just created. Yeah. Didn't even get a chance to use. Yeah. Uh, and as we always say, Jonathan. Bye. Bye. This episode of the Overtalking Podcast was produced by Ken and CJ. Edited by CJ. Music by Justin Peters. Logo by Nate Richards. Check out Nate's work on Instagram at Nate Richards Designs. 